This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Hot Lap Formula One podcast, also known as the Hot Lap F1 show, but I didn't put the show bit in, but it seems to be there now. Anyway, we had a British Grand Prix. It was a good good Grand Prix, but before we get there, I'd just like to do a quick overview. We never really talk about qualifying, but qualifying wasn't really qualifying, was it, this weekend? It was a sprint race. So I, I, there's no real point to talk about Friday. Friday was qualifying. One caveat I would say is I was down with what happened in qualifying because I think um, I think the urgency of not having a practice session made FP1, uh, the sole practice session now of this weekend on a Friday, um, it made it more interesting. And there was there was such an urgency. I I feel the weekend built more. I don't know whether it was because we were leading up to our first sprint race, but even going into the race, it felt. Oh. Oh, I, I know. Um, going into into the sprint race, I tweeted that the sprint the sprint race had that sort of big match feel about it. You know where there's there seems to be just a bit of electricity going on. And um, I realised at the time, whilst I was getting excited, that my ex- my excitement might not be paid back. I know some of you didn't enjoy the sprint race, which I'm I'm really confused about because if that had that have been a restart and the la- like a restart seventeen laps at the end of a Grand Prix, I I think everyone would have gone, oh my god, the Grand Prix was amazing because that's what we got essentially. We got the last seventeen laps 
if a red flag's dropped at a Grand Prix. I I don't I don't really know. I don't really know how else it, how how it could have gone better. I mean, the the only way it could have gone better is if Vettel, uh, sorry Verstappen, I keep doing that this year, uh, Verstappen and Hamilton would have sort of traded positions a few more times. But I mean, Alonso is, on his own made it worth watching. Lando had a good sprint race. Um, the the fact that Lewis actually lost the pole position to Max Verstappen was, you know, maybe not what a lot of people want to see, but it was still exciting. And look what it, I, I do, and I don't know if, whether that led to what happened in the race, but for me, I think, I still think there should be tweaks. Um, I stand by the fact that I think a sprint race should be made. I don't want it to be longer to the point where you, you really don't want, a pit stop in a sprint race. So it can't be longer than a set of softs will go, for instance. Oh, sorry, no, a set of mediums, maybe, or even hard, I suppose. But um, I feel maybe if they just rounded it up to like 20 laps, gave them a couple of extra laps, that would have been quite nice. Um, you're approaching, like rapidly approaching a half-distance race there. I think half points would be a reasonable... Uh, return on running half a Grand Prix. Um, that's what I'd do. It would give a bit more urgency up and down the grid. So that's something they might need to look at. But either way, I thought it was, as an experiment goes, it was a pretty fucking good experiment. And I I, I really enjoyed it. There was somebody t- tweeted, I can't remember whether it was your man, Tom, that works for um, WTF1, in fact, he might even be the owner of WTF1, I'm not sure. Um, he pointed out that at the end of the day, even if you don't like sprint qualifying, even if you don't like the idea of a sprint race, all we've lost is the rubbish practice session. All we lost was FP2. Um, and I don't know about you guys, would you rather watch a little mini race or an hour of testing? I'd rather watch a little mini race. So, yeah, I'm, I, I was more than happy with it. Long way to continue. I hope next year that they use it at every race, apart from Monaco, maybe? You know, it's... And Monaco, mainly because it's too narrow to overtake, so that would be a procession. But everywhere else, especially if we get these super racy cars, which look fucking brilliant by the way i loved the uh the mock-up of next year's car we'll see what well don't forget as well that's what the f1's interpretation of the rules are we'll have to see what um f- what the formula one teams interpret those rules as so i we're going to see some different looking cars i'm sure of it but yeah um I, th- I i feel going into next year we could be in for something special in formula one next year i mean we're getting something special now but something like like a, a new generation of Formula One, maybe. It seems to be coming at the right time as well with these young guys coming through and, you know, Max, Lando, Charles Leclerc, George Russell, they're all very much making themselves seen at the moment. And I think a, a freshened up Formula One for this sort of new generation of young charges is a, is a pretty good thing. Anyway, I'm sure I got loads of messages from you guys. I haven't read 
any of them yet. I will read some in a little bit. I'm sure I know what most of them are going to be about. We will go over them, or as many of them as we can we can do, because it's, it, it was a passionate weekend for Formula One fans. But anyway, let's get through and get through the positions and find out where people finished, and then we can move forward and talk, find out what you thought about the race. Max Verstappen, DNF. We'll talk more about him later. Sebastian Vettel, uh, a Vettel spin. I, I don't know if there's anything else we can call it, but I mean, not good, was it? It was a. Uh, oh, I, don't, I don't. What do you do with Sebastian Vettel when he goes and does something like that? It's. It felt very much like Sebastian of old. I hope he shakes it off going back to Hungary. Hungary should be a good track for him, you would think. So. Uh, yeah, let's just hope that was a one-off and not a return of spinny, crashy Vettel. Uh, Mick Schumacher, 18th, 17th, Nikita Mazepin. I have no idea how Mazepin got in front of Mick Schumacher, but he's there. Side note, apparently, uh, Gunther Steiner might be getting ousted from Haas because he's fell out with Mazepin's father, which I think, excuse me, I think would be terrible for has to get rid of Gunther Steiner. Uh, Sergio Perez was 16th. Awful race weekend for Sergio Perez. It is looking less and less likely like he's going to hang on to that Red Bull drive because it's only just working for him. I know he's got to win. I know that's what you're going to come back at me at. But again, he fucked it in quali. Uh, or did he fuck it in the sprint race or quali? Sprint race. Fucked it in the sprint race. Um, yeah. Sergio needs to do more. So you know that that's we we and the thing is with Pierre Gasly doing so well these days, we do have to look at um, Sergio Perez and think: Would this version of Pierre Gasly be doing better than him in the Red Bull? I don't know. Seems to be the poison chalice Red Bull, but uh, well, the second red the second car does. But I'm almost convinced that Sergio might get replaced. I, I, I think there doesn't seem to be a commitment to him from that team. And I can't help think if they don't feel committed right now, there is a reason for it. Kimi Raikkonen, not a great day for Kimi Raikkonen. 15th, uh, he had a spin-off, didn't he? He had a good sprint race, if I remember right. He, 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 that, that worked well for him. He's, he's always been a good first lap driver. But um, I think it's starting to look more and more like Kimmy's going to be on his way out of Formula 1 at the end of the year. I think it's probably the right time for him. Nicholas Latifi, 14th. Good finish for Nicholas Latifi. I mean, when you consider he finished he finished ahead of a Red Bull, and uh, Alfa Romeo, two Hasses, I am I, I broke Max Verstappen and uh, Sebastian Vettel, but... Decent race for Nicholas Latifi. Uh, just behind Antonio Giovinazzi in 13th. George Russell, he kept, he hung on in there, wasn't he? He was the, the last man to be lapped. Uh, what do you say? It was a shame he got his penalty. I think that penalty was harsh. Uh, I would actually go as far to say, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk more about penalties in a minute, but um, I, uh, I, I think Michael Massey might be the worst thing that's happened to Formula One in the past decade if he is if he is the one which has brought this um nanny state 
penalty system with him. If that's if that's on him, that because we we've been here before. We've been here before with drivers getting penalties for racing each other, and um, we had to. There had to be like a. There was was there like a two year period until they said right we're gonna let them race. It was a big thing going we'll let the riders race, but George Russell didn't deserve that penalty. And I will I will fucking live to this till my fucking dying day. If you try and overtake somebody around the outside, as long as they don't deliberately let the steering wheel off to run you off the track or run them into you, I believe you on the outside have more room than what's on the inside. And, uh, yeah, I just, I don't believe George Russell should have had a penalty for that. Uh, I do find it interesting that George Russell, uh, is a guy that isn't in an Italian car. Carlos Sainz is a guy that was in an Italian car. And the, non-Italian car got the penalty and it was given by an Italian race steward. I find that interesting. So that's what I think happened. I think George Russell came together with Ferrari and he got a penalty for it because the steward was Italian. Hate me if you want. Um, Pierre Gasly. Pierre Gasly was 11th. Um, Another weird, it's, it's it's weird for Toro Rosso, isn't it? There was Alpha Tari. They seem to be back just where they'd always be after threatening such form. Yuki Tsunoda was tenth, so they got a car, they got a point on the board, but nothing spectacular from Alpha Tari. You know, what do we expect for the rest of the year? It feels more like this, unless that car just happens to work somewhere. You know, it might get somewhere it happens to work. Uh, Esteban Ocon ninth. Kind of did his job, did what we expect, what we what we expect him to do. He's got a new chassis, which he seems to be getting along better with, but still uh, being shown the way by his teammate right now. Lance Stroll was eighth. He qualified quite badly, if I remember rightly. I'll, in fact, I'm going to have a look back at the qualifying results, and he started fifteenth. So. That right there is a decent race from Mr. Stroll. He's, I think it's easy to to think he's still a complete dud because whenever he's in an interview, he's just a complete personality vacuum, isn't he? Like, you know, he's got all the charisma of a fucking dry Weetabix. And it stops you being endeared to him. But I genuinely believe that he's becoming a half-decent Formula One driver. And he, don't get me wrong, he has weekends where he just goes fucking missing. But he'd had a bad qualifying. He raced well. He scored points for the team. He didn't spin off like his teammate. Good race for Stroll. Fernando Alonso, seventh. Good race for Fernando Alonso. Excellent. Excellent sprint race. Um... It's, again, I will I will bang this drum probably until he retires again. Fernando Alonso, in a car capable of doing it, can win races and championships still. He is showing he is still the Fernando Alonso, or very close to the Fernando Alonso, that we remember in winning races in Ferrari. 
And uh, long may it continue. And I hope Alpine can give him a car to actually race with the top guys next year because I think it'll be great for all of us. Carlos Sainz, sixth. Uh, after his awful outing in the uh, sprint race, which had him starting... 10th you know he, he just he got on with it I think he had a did he have a duff stop at some point something went wrong in his race I can't remember see this is the thing now there's so much going on up and down a grid especially when you get like a bit of a chaotic race like this it's difficult to keep up but yeah good race from Carlos Sainz that Ferrari had real pace this weekend so it was a shame for him that he was taken out of the sort of the front running battle good for McLaren bad for Carlos Sainz Daniel Ricciardo, fifth. Probably the best weekend for Daniel Ricciardo since joining McLaren. Um, he was always behind his teammate, realistically, through the weekend. And uh, he finished a good chunk, like uh, 15, 18 seconds off Lando. But at least he was right behind him and not at the back of the midfield like he has been doing. So maybe these are steps forward for Daniel Ricciardo. Fourth position, another fine race from my man of the year, Lando Norris. Um, at one point, I I think he would have finished on the podium without that mucky pit stop because he'd have come out in mucky pit stop. Sound like sound like the pit stop's parent, don't I? So look at you, you mucky pit stop. Um, I think he he would have come out in front of Bottas. Could he have? Um, could he have held held on to third? I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance. Um, I thought he was going to win the race at one point when it looked like Charles Leclerc was having engine problems before he came in. I got very excited. I thought the idea of, oh, my God. Could you imagine, right? People expect Lewis Hamilton to win. Could you imagine if Lando Norris had won the British Grand Prix? Jesus Christ, the place would have come unglued. Um, but yeah, and he's now the um, top point scorer for McLaren of, like ever as far as like consecutive point scoring outings. He scored points in the last 15 Grand Prix entered and that's the most of any McLaren driver of all time. So you've got to give props to Lando. It's great to see. We love him. You know, I love him. I just want him to do well. Valtteri Bottas. Now, this is going to come as a surprise to you guys, I think. But um, I think he had a bad race uh, when Lewis and Max had their coming together and Lewis had his, uh, was, awarded the t- was awarded the time penalty. This should have been the easiest race Valtteri Bottas has ever win, win? has ever won, uh, or at least had the opportunity to win. He should have been ahead of Leclerc. We saw how that that McLaren closed the Ferrari down in the in the last last laps. Did Hamilton make something like 13, 14 seconds up? Because I think he came out just sort of behind behind uh, Lando, and when he got past Lando, I think he was three seconds behind Valtteri Bottas. Has caught those three seconds up. Then once he got past Bottas, I believe he was ten seconds behind Charles Leclerc, with only something like sixteen laps left to go. And he did a, he did Leclerc at a second a lap. Now, 
Why, why wasn't Bottas a second a lap quicker than Leclerc? Where was that pace for him? He realistically should have been still racing a McLaren if it wasn't for the bad pit stop. Yeah, you know, it's not a good race for Bottas. Again, and in a weekend where George Russell excelled and Valtteri Bottas just did the bare minimum to get himself home on the podium, you got to think, unless something, unless there's some politics backstage, you've got to think that Russell should be in that car next year. Charles Leclerc, he did well. You know, you know, I don't like saying this. He did really, really well. You know, everyone thought on the restart, Hamilton would just do him. He didn't. Then when he when Hamilton didn't do him off the start. Everyone thought, oh, well, he'll just cruise up to the back of him and overtake him in the first stint of the race. He didn't. He did. He, he built a gap up, protected that gap, had all sorts of mechanical gremlins, dealt with them well. Well done, Charles Leclerc. It pains me to say, but probably deserved to win this race, really, just because of the... It was a stellar drive, and... It's hard to put driver of the day on anybody that isn't Lewis Hamilton, if I'm honest. I know 50% of the people listening to this are going to hate me. But um, Charles Leclerc was definitely definitely in the convo for, for driver of the day. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, our race winner and the winner of the 2021 British Grand Prix. Wow. You know, let's let's talk about the incident a bit later on, because you guys are going to want to talk about the incident anyway, aren't you? That's just, it's just the way it goes. Um, but the drive from after that, let's go from after the restart. The drive after the restart was phenomenal. You know, I, I realised he had a better car. You know, he, he clearly had a faster car. But when you've got such few laps to do this in, such few laps, and he... He just, he was incredibly consistent, you know, incredibly consistent. He just, he just went out there, knew he needed to do everyone around him by a second a lap, and he did it. Oh, sorry, everyone around him. He knew he needed to do Leclerc, and he did it. And I just think it's, I just think it's great. I think, I think he did a, it did, I think it might be the best win I've seen from a British driver. And I, again, I know some of you aren't going to like this, and you, but you don't. You, you've got to remember, like I, I'm not, I'm not a Lewis Hamilton fan. You, you guys know I'm not. I'm not big on old uh, Louis, but I can't, I can't deny what he did. You know, I can't, I can't deny how well he drove, and. Um, he deserved that win. We'll talk about the we'll talk about the coming together in a minute. Anyway, that was our was our race line. Uh, oh, fucking hell, where are my words? Jesus Christ! Um, that was our finishing positions. You're going to hear some adverts, and then we'll get back to your talking points. Cheers. Right. We'll go to Twitter first, I think, and then I'll have a look on Instagram. Um, 
Lord Mower Man 36. I'll just write, I'll just read that out because I don't know if you want your handle read out. I don't know what you people want. People can find you, I suppose, through that. Who knows? Um, talk about the incident. I'm going to read your your comments, I think, because it's all going to be on the incident, isn't it? Uh, I'm going to read your comments and I will cast my judgment after we've finished. Uh, first, I think the incident was 50-50, especially as it was lap one. Second, I'm proud of Hamilton for getting his elbows out. Max pushed his luck uh, with overtakes all year. Um, knowing that uh, Hamilton uh, will back out, he will not do that anymore. I agree. Um, Dean, racing instant. I think Lewis is fed up with Max pushing his weight around. Be interested to see what happens uh, to Seb. Um where went nowhere where once facing the right way. Really not sure what Red Bull uh, were trying to do with Perez. Martin, Max was hard done by. Should there have been more uh, more tyres in the barrier? I don't. I don't know if more tyres would have made any difference. To be honest, um, Bruno Lemos, Lewis did. Uh, did to Max Verstappen? Uh, did a Max Verstappen to move and not didn't back out? I think there's we're st- we're seeing a theme here. Uh, Chris, racing incident for me. Both were never going to yield, so it was inevitable. Especially uh, as Lewis uh, had a run on him. Shame the stewards have been terrible all year. Yeah, I'm, again, I think I think Massey's brought some terrible stuff with him. Max was always going to have a crash like this. We've uh, we've seen his racecraft for years, and it's finally caught up with him. Right, I think I think we are on we are on a page. Uh, another one from Chris. Uh, can we just carry on the Bottas criticism? Such a waste of a seat. How much slower, uh, slower he is from Lewis? Please, George. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I know I, I mentioned that before, didn't I? Centerio uh, Nasty, was Lewis really that dirty or have people forgotten Prost and Senna, Schumacher or Pasta if you want to uh, more recent examples? Or Yeah, I mean, it's, I can't help think, I can't help think this is a British thing. I think we've become... I mean, this is kind of kind of the sort of stuff I talk on other podcasts about, but I think we're slowly becoming a culture which hates itself, and that worries me. I don't think it's it's. I think it's a sort of zero sum game for uh, for us when that sort of thing happens. But we seem to want to tear down any tear tear anything down and blame ourselves for it and get upset by things very easily. And this feels like one of those moments where the internet Twitter mob took right, took the torch and fucking ran with it because it is racing at the end of the day and people are going to come together. You know, it's, I don't know what they're going to do. The steward-wise, I really don't know what they're going to do if the cars are close, closely matched next year because... If they bunch the field up and make them easier to follow, you're going to get racing more akin. I mean, let's not forget this. One of the reasons to get rid of the arrow was to make the car stronger. So they didn't just like hit something and have to come in for something to, to replace something. Um, 
so you know there's going to be some wheel banging and there's going to be some crashes you can't you can't have cars together racing each other and not increase the danger level it just doesn't happen so they really need to sort themselves out as far as the stewards go uh cammy hutton always going to be easy to uh oh sorry that, this was my point santerio nasty as one of the cleanest races of uh ever to be honest i'm talking about lewis hamilton especially among the elites cammy hutton says always e- uh, going to be easy to be clean when you're out in front and he yeah he has been out in front in mercedes but still um he wasn't in mclaren and you know wheel to wheel combat he tends to be pretty clean um Cammy Hutton, uh, Bottas has to be one of the most pathetic drivers in a top car ever. Surely he's not going to be in that car next year. I still don't, uh, and still does every word, uh, still does every word they say. He has no spine. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I can't I can't disagree with you, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I, I do not want to see him in that car next year, but we'll just have to see what happens Um let us go to your comments on Instagram, of which, again, there are many. Um, John O'Mills, Hamilton shouldn't be put down for uh, celebrating a win uh, he, that he realistically earned. No, I don't understand this, right? Um, and I also saw bobbing around Twitter today was that he never asked if Max was okay, and he did. He asked under the red flags. It was probably before we heard it as he was coming into pit lane. It was probably before that when they were out on track because they get played in like a delay, don't they? But he radioed into Bottas, is Max okay? Bono replied to him, said, uh, he's out of the car, Lewis, and then started to tell him to do something. So he did ask, and he always asks if people are okay. You know, it's, I, I do, I think, I think it's really bad for some of the stuff that Lewis has had thrown at him because of this. Um, Pirate Louis Alonso had a great weekend the sprint, uh, the sprint on Saturday was a masterclass from him every race uh, fan alive loved that performance and if they didn't they are wrong I agree it was one of the, my favourite things about the sprint race uh, Valhalla's champion Hamilton should uh, have listened to Max's radio then rethink his celebration. It was gross. It wasn't gross. They had a crash. And like, I've seen things like, he put him in hospital. He put him in a medical centre. He put him in a medical centre to get checked over where people go all the time when they have crashes. So he didn't put him in hospital. He It wasn't like... Uh, he was sat there on life support and Lewis Hamilton was spraying champagne around the gaff. Of course it wasn't. He had to be checked over because he had a 51G impact. So I get it. Yeah, I get it. But no, I, I don't. And do you know what, we, what the other worst thing would be? Right. When you consider, if you're one of these people that don't think they should have celebrated on the podium because there was a crash in a motor race, you think of the year... Think of the year that all of us have had, or 18 months all of us have had. So you get 300,000 people in Silverstone. And because of a crash in a motorway, in a motor car, 
in a race on a racetrack where everybody got uh, came away like perfectly fine, maybe a bit battered and bruised. Um, if you think they should take away the celebration on the podium amongst all of the f- bullshit that has been going on, I don't know what you want. I, d- I don't know why you would want to create more misery out of something that is supposed to be pure escapism, which is exactly what sport is. It's no different to films, television, or video games. Um, That's my 50 pence worth. Hammerhead, Hammerhead. Was Tom Cruise in the Mercedes garage uh, to convert Hamilton to Scientology? I imagine Hamilton's probably already in Scientology. And to be perfectly honest, I think if you saw the new tattoo on my arm, you probably thought I joined that and the Illuminati, so we might all be involved. Um, oh, I, I'm sure you messaged me the other day telling me how to pronounce your name, and I've forgotten already. Rishav Sharma? Sounds right. It's hilarious. Uh, Verstappen was so salty about uh, Hamilton celebra- celebrating pretty petty and uh, stuff. Unsportsman. I have I, just said all I think I need to say about that. Does Leclerc win if McLaren do- uh, doesn't botch Lando's stop? Leclerc, well, no. Le- oh, Ooh. yes, Leclerc does win. I see what you mean. Yeah, I think he does because um, I think if Lando was up there in a podium spot, he probably would have been a bit harder. He'd have got his elbows out more, wouldn't he? Because uh, let's not forget, there would there would have been an extra like four, five seconds maybe down the road that would have had to be caught up. So he'd have caught him later in the race. Lando would have at least held him up for a lap. Yeah, probably Leclerc, Leclerc wins the race. That, that was probably the only chance of winning a race that Ferrari had this year. Uh Jeff Neen, I think yeah, that's right. Have you wrote your? Is, I, I've never noticed your 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 Instagram handle is the the wrong way around. Oh well, there you go. Perez had a shit weekend all round, um, and it really hurt Red Bull. Yeah, it did it left Max on his own, qualified badly, crashed in the sprint race, then uh, didn't do a damn thing during the race. I enjoyed the sprint race. I don't want uh, want it to be the new standard of qualifying. Uh, a few weekends. Uh, at the proper track would be fine though. I think that's it. I do. I do want it. Uh, also, poor pit stops by seemingly everyone uh, really threw a spanner in the works. Hamilton and Verstappen finally had the coming together I've been waiting for, but Lando uh, was unable to capitalize on it. I know, and we've been saying all year, haven't we, that Lando might be the guy to sneak a win if something goes wrong. And I thought it might have happened this weekend. Yeah, I think the temperatures might have been something to do with the uh, pit stops. You know, everything's running hot. You know, these things happen. Uh, M, strike, but strike seems to be spelled really badly. Are the gloves off now? I think they definitely are. Like, there, there is no way that in close-to-close combat, Lewis and Max treat each other the same again. Um, I think you might have the, the hill... Schumacher moment where they were, you know, where where it really it turned, it really soured, and I th- I think, I think you might have quite a sour relationship between Mr. Verstappen and Hamilton from now on. Uh, 
uh, Stevage2160. Sorry for the greedy uh, talk, uh, double talking point. Why is this t- typically considered okay for Max to make uh, others avoid an accident? Examples, Imola 21, Austria 19, uh, every corner up to, uh, up to the crash with Hamilton today. But the second somebody uh, either backs off or... Fucking hell, Lee. Read, man. But the second somebody makes Max either back off or crash, they're called a murderer. Yeah, um, I, I'm not sure. I, I 100% agree with you. Uh, I don't... I think Max is... Uh, don't forget, right? The moving under braking rule, that was brought in for Max because of Max Verstappen. That was brought in because Max Verstappen was moving in the braking area. Uh, so... Let's not forget that. Um, and he does. He he's he's known for sticking his car in a position, ballsy as fuck, and essentially saying, "Look, it's up to you if we have an accident." And today, Lewis did that, and Max didn't back out. And I do. I wouldn't have expected him to back out. But is that if the Mercedes can sort itself out and really challenge Red Bull, does this fuck a championship up, up, up for Max? Because in in the other way round, I think Lewis, if Lewis had been on the outside, Lewis backs out of that. Lewis doesn't do it, and Lewis follows through Magnus and Beckett and then tries to get him down the straight. That's what Max should have done. I, I do think it was poor racecraft from Max. Um, Atomic Fabrications, Bottas is still talking, uh, taking team orders. So, so well makes me wonder about Russell's future at Mercedes. I think the same thing. I've been saying all weekend that if they don't confirm him in... Silverstone, where are they going to do it? Also, as a race for myself, I got one hundred. Uh, I've got to say, I'm one hundred percent agreeing with Max and Red Bull. Lewis was off the apex, backing at, uh, backing out of it. He knew he did. Uh, he didn't have the corner and couldn't make it stick. Kind of shows Lewis and Mercedes desperation at this point. I think he was desperate, desperate. But you've got to remember, Max still turned in on him. Um, I'm going with Alonso on this one. I'm supposed I'm coming off the fence a little bit. I, I've been slow, not not like slow doing it. I think I think you get where I'm coming from. Like like Alonso said, and I think Alonso's a good guy to listen to in situations like this because he's he's fairly impartial and he's usually right about this sort of stuff. Um, Lewis wasn't going to disappear, and Max turned in, and Lewis's wheels were still there. What do you do? I mean, it, it, it. Don't get me wrong. Is it? It was the especially winning the race. Perfect situation for Lewis for the championship. Made twenty five points up on uh, on Max Verstappen. I'm sure. I'm sure now Lewis knows Max is okay. I'm sure, he wouldn't have wanted it to go any other way. But how long? How long? long we've we been saying. I've been saying for ages. Lewis is in the position now in the championship where it's Max's job not to have the accident. Because it, it Max is protecting the lead, you know. It's he needs um, he needs it. Lewis needs every point he can get now, and I I, I think it was a statement of intent. I think this is the way he's going to have to be if he wants to win this championship. Um, and Kit Dandu, Max had some strong words for Lewis and called him unsporting. So, you think his uh, th- 
So you think this rivalry will turn into animosity like it did with Nico. Also, Danny was on Lando's pace, more or less. Uh, yeah, uh, I think we, we spoke about that before. Good race, even though he didn't he didn't quite match Lando's pace, did he? Because Lando was uh, mixing it with the with the big boys, and Daniel Ricciardo was kind of in no man's land. My point, my 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 take on the on the event, the uh, the crash heard around the world. I I I think it was a racing incident at best. At worst, I think it was Max that turned in on Lewis. But saying that, I don't think he did it on purpose to hit Lewis. So I don't think there should be a penalty for anybody. I think I think it was silly penalising one of the drivers. I think he's... Uh, I think Massey's gone overboard and maybe even painted himself into a corner with the stupid penalty they gave Russell last week. Maybe... You know, have they have they put themselves in a situation where they feel they have to be over harsh to to keep face? I, I bloody hope not, because we don't want this as fans. We want to see racing, and that's what we saw. But what we saw was a two incredibly brave motor racing drivers wanting to be on the same piece of tarmac and not wanting to give an inch. To me, that's motor racing, and uh, long may it continue. But yeah, I'm. I've seen videos as well. I've watched all the replays and the all the analysis of it. I've looked at other overtakes into cops. You know, I think that's hilarious that uh, Chris, uh, Christian Hornish says you shouldn't overtake into cops. That's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing to say. People have done it like there's multiple times. Bottas, Bottas did Hamilton into cops. Uh, I think Vettel did... Oh, it was Vettel and a Ferrari, was it? I can't remember. But uh, maybe Vettel Alonso, not sure. But like, it's it's the same as when you see two drivers go in, like getting overtaken on, in, a, in a Rouge. You know, it's fucking dangerous. It's a dangerous place to go for these things. But that's what makes these people different to you or I. We're not the same as these people. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of where the rule system is going. Um, I don't know if I can lay, lay that at Michael Massey's door, but it does seem to have come in with him. Um, not good in my eyes, especially if we're going to have cars racing together. There should be maybe in the summer break, um, a real get together. For you know, as as far as I know that they're supposed to shut down completely, aren't they? But. There must be some way that they could have some sort of meeting and say, look, we need to sort these rules out because we look stupid. And they did. You know, they look stupid when they penalised Norris. Um, they penalised Hamilton today. I'm glad, it. you know, people are saying, oh, yeah, well, it didn't uh, it didn't affect him. He still won the race. You know, he still had to make 10 seconds up, you know, it's, which was mind-boggling. I thought he was completely out of the race. Uh, so, you know, it's if anything, it made his win at Silverstone like more valid, not less valid. The fact he had a penalty, but yeah, I uh, I look forward to more of it. I think it's going to be a really exciting championship between these guys, and I hope share with share it with you week by week on the hot lap. Speaking of the hot lap, if you want to help the show out or you watch any of the other content I do on Must See Audio on. Uh, 
YouTube or listen to the podcast that I put up on Musty Audio as well, you can support me in my creative endeavours by going to Musty Audio on Patreon and signing up to one of the very, very reasonable to they go from reasonable to extortionate but they all do the same thing it's just a tip jar um but you can go and sign up it helps me out a great deal because uh i'm still paying for the studio equipment if i'm perfectly honest and uh you know it's the i i don't i don't even do the maths to be honest between web hosting for podcasts and um paying the studio equipment back i don't know if it breaks even I hope it breaks even, but I'd rather not know. I know that, and don't, and don't get me wrong, times have been difficult for people, and I've had loads of messages off some of you guys saying, look, I just I can't continue to support support through um, the, the situation we've been through, and I 100%, I 100% understand, and in equal measures, it makes me more and more grateful for, the, for you guys that have continued to support me over this year, and the new guys that have jumped on board and to try and help like pick up some of the slack, basically. So yeah, if you want to do that, I'm on Patreon. If you want to buy something, again, the uh, nobody's making millions from this, but if you would like a t-shirt, they look fucking great. Uh, I have a, a one modelled, which I'm going to put up on my Instagram very soon. I just haven't had time yet. Um, but yeah, I have a... Teespring, I believe it is. I can't, I will find for some reason if you go on the website and you search it, you can't find it. Uh, Spreadshirt, I have a Spreadshirt site. Um, you can't find it if you search for it. I have no fucking idea why. It's ridiculous. But I will share the link on my Twitter. If you if I if you haven't seen it on Twitter and you would like to get this lovely logo on a mug or a t-shirt, or a hat, or a bag, or a phone case. Um, just message me, and I will I will give you the link, and I will be very grateful for you for, for wearing my brand. Anyway, I will speak to you after the Hungarian Grand Prix. Oh, no, maybe next weekend. I'll speak to you next weekend. I'm not doing every race. I'm doing every week. So, yeah, I'll speak to you next week. And uh, what else will have happened by then? Maybe George Ross will be confirmed for Mercedes. Who knows? See you guys. Bye-bye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.